Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trabin. It's one of my favorite hours of the week. It's time to spill the tea. This show started out as a mini-series in March of 2020. It was a way of gathering our divine sisterhood together during the pandemic, and it's still going strong. If you're new here, welcome. Nearly every week, Molly McKinley and I get together to sip tea, do some breath work, recite affirmations, lead meditation moments, and have a conversation about what we're reading, seeing, or doing. All with a focus on keeping a balance of divine feminine and masculine energies at our table. Most of the time, it's the two of us. Sometimes we have a fellow soul-centered author or entrepreneur join us. Take a moment now to pour your favorite beverage, pop in your earbuds, and snuggle into your coziest spot. Or head outdoors for a walk if you prefer. And then get ready to listen in on this hour of togetherness. Hello, world. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's the second Tuesday in February. It always feels like when it's a single digit and it's the second, like it just, we have so much more of the month left. So exciting. We have 20 days left because it's not a leap year. Uh, but we have so much to talk about today. And we're again going for a 30 minute conversation. So let's roll into it. Uh, what kind of breathing do you have for us today? You know, I was going to do our balancing breath or our alternate nostril breathing. Um, but I just got a sort of a thought to do belly breathing. So I'm going to switch okay. it up. So okay. let's take our hands and just both hands on the belly and just find that nice tall spine rooting in the sitting bones, reaching through the crown. Start to connect to the air entering the nose and leaving the nose. And this time when we breathe in through the nose, feel the coolness of the air, feel it expanding, lifting the belly, feeling the palms rise and the palms fall as we exhale and exhale completely through the nose. Inhaling, the belly expands Exhaling, the belly contracts. Just following this beautiful breath wave. Connecting to our body as we fill our lungs with air. offer some love to that belly, our Manapura chakra, our place of energy, our storehouse of energy, our solar plexus, our center. And big inhale together. Big exhale, letting it go. I've got a lot of, a lot of storage right now in my tummy. I mean, you were saying that it's like the, the storehouse. I'm like, oh, my storehouse is full. <clears throat> I love it. So good. You know what yes. I love about that breath is uh, I used to, when I used to teach yoga, I used to say your inhale is my exhale mm. and my exhale is your inhale. Right. And that reminder that what we give and offer is even at the very, very, you know, 
unconscious layer of breath, right, is a shared experience. Mm. Yeah, it's beautiful. And the trees are involved in that too. Say that one more time. I ran right over. And the trees are involved in that too, right? Mm -hmm. It's like that circle, the circle of life right there. Um, okay. So I see that you have Yogi tea in your mug and you've got the, the mug from, um, our adventure in San Diego with yes, Enid. Yes. This is our gifted mug from Enid with that. This is our little breakfast spot. I love it. It's in the chandelier, the chandelier. At the I love the chandelier joint. on it. Yeah. At the breakfast joint. Uh, is there a, a yogiism on your tea bag? There is this, it says, let your thoughts give hope, guidance, and upliftment to all. Hmm. I love that. I love that. Well, I have Kalita with me. She found mm. her name, Kalita. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, this is my hand warmer mug. And how did you come up with Kalita? The names just kind of come to me. I look, I look for, uh, you know, like connections with, with, uh, either French, Italian, or Spanish. I always mm-hmm. kind of go to the translations of those and find something that just pops out at me. Cause I thought something around like caliente, right. <laughs> um, she's a hand warmer. So Kalita was born. Um, so yeah, her name is Kalita and I'm drinking a Buddha tea today. So yogi oh. tea, Buddha tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, um, throat chakra tea mm-hmm. and the saying today is Peace comes from within. Do not seek it without. Hmm. <laughs> Ta-da! I like that. So that very cool. appropriate for uh, all of our conversations, really. Um, I thought let's start with the divine feminine today because we're going to talk about Pope Joan. Okay. And so many people don't know Pope Joan. Mm-hmm. Joan. Pope Joan. This is Pope Joan. She kind of looks like the actress from... Melrose Place in this. <laughs> yes, she does. Do you know who I'm talking about? I can't think of her name. She's the oh, one, Lisa. Lisa something. She's with the yeah, really Lisa big Remy. Remy. Something like that, but that has really big poofy lips. She totally looks like Pope Joan. But obviously it's not Pope Joan. Uh so Pope Joan, for those of you who don't know Pope Joan, you're probably thinking, what? Pope Joan? Yes. Pope Joan embodies the truth that all things are possible. According to popular legend, there was a female Pope who reigned for three years in the ninth century. She was a brilliant, highly educated woman who entered the Catholic church in Rome by cross-dressing as a man. So she could be with her lover intelligent and quick-witted. She rose through the ranks of the church hierarchy and was eventually elected as Pope. Three years into her reign, she was in a procession from St. Peter's to the Laternal in a lane once known as Via Sacra, the sacred way. Her true sex, I would say her true gender, not sex, was dramatically revealed in the middle of the sacred way when she gave birth, surrounded by a shocked and astounded crowd. What? One legend says that she was killed immediately and buried on the spot where she had given birth. Another say says she lived to do penance for her deception and her son who became the Bishop 
of Ostia had her entombed with honor in his cathedral when she died. Regardless, her name was removed from the list of popes, and all subsequent cardinals had to sit on the sedes stercororia, which is a throne with a conspicuous hole in the middle of the seat. You know where this is going. It was to con- get a confirmation, you know, that the Pope had a schlong. They needed to make sure he had a peepee, a penis, oh an appendage that, re- <laughs> that was required to be the Pope. Throne. So literally, they still do that to this day. They sit on Let's a... And sit on there and they check for it. They do a peepee check. Yeah. They literally sit on a chair without a hole, like kind of like a toilet, but just not for toilet. And somebody looks underneath to make sure that, you know. Man, I would hate to have that job. There's a shlong it dong Who? Um, uh, a ding dong dinger. I don't know. I don't know what the title is, but yeah, wow. not, a, not a cool job. No, that is a the sacred schlong seeker um anyways it is confirmed (laughs) penis exists in the 13th century jean de mali wrote a journal a chronicle that contains the first written mention of an unnamed pope this inspired a wildfire of interest that spread throughout europe to this day the legend of pope joan is widely believed especially among Christians. Now, our collective souls selected her, and this is what it says when you choose her. We can so easily get caught beneath the glass ceiling of what we think is possible. But the truth is that everything is possible. It's hard for us to imagine just how much the divine wants for our lives, much more than we could ever hope. Pope Joan reminds us that even if we think that what we want isn't possible, it is. Or even better, there is something our soul wants for us that will give us more than we can think to ask for. Pope Joan is a sign to trust in what you believe about yourself. Trust that what's within you. Don't rely on what you see around you. Have faith. Again, internal. Mm -hmm. Don't seek what's on the outside, just like the Buddha tea just told us. Um, Have faith. Know that the circumstances you are currently in are transformed from within. Begin to believe in a vision of your life. Cultivate the capacity to see it, to really imagine it with all of your senses, and you will live into the day when it exists as the reality that now surrounds you. Pope Joan's right hand is held in the papal blessing, a Christian mudra of benediction. I'm showing everybody on the video. The two fingers divine. Oh, is that, are they getting into it? Um, it, well, the two fingers that point downward represent Christ's dual nature as both fully human and fully divine. (laughs) The human ego is limited and lives beneath a glass ceiling. Joan demonstrates to us though, that for the soul, the glass ceiling doesn't even exist. Trust in what the soul knows is possible for you. This is what Joan's arise smile reminds us. Her soul meditation, soul voice meditation for us today is what helps me remember that all things are still possible for me. Hmm. What helps me remember that all things are still possible for me. Hmm. And her intention that we're setting is the possibilities are limitless because the soul is limitless. Mm, mm, mm. Hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Pope Joan, Pope Joan, Um, you know, two things came to mind. First of all, our woman up word for the year is possibilities. 
Mm-hmm. And so we're weaving that into a lot of the event that we're going to host later this year. And I watched this video on te- a, a TED talk. It's a couple years old now. I think it just came through my feed yesterday. It actually Jackie Turner, who mm-hmm. we interviewed um, last week. Was that last week? That was last week. I think. Yes. Last week, <laughs> maybe the week before anyways. Yeah. Um, but she had posted and it was about like re like um, crushing ageism. I will put it in the links, but what, when it, we talk about like the possibilities are limitless because the soul is limitless and our soul doesn't age like our body does, but a part of being fully human is that we do age mm-hmm. and embracing it and celebrating it and, and honoring it. Um, and so this woman who is, gives the Ted talk, Oh, you're, you'll, you'll love it. If you haven't seen it yet, Molly, no, I don't think I have. so, so good. It's just, it's, it's another voice in what we're talking about on a consistent basis, which is like, let's, let's embrace the sage. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's have fun with her. Let's honor her. Yeah, she's, been, uh, she's been exiled for too long. Um, you know, in our society as the hag, right. Which actually is a really interesting um, segue into our archetype conversation, because one of the things that we were talking about earlier was sort of um, understanding this book a little bit more um, because it breaks it down into the selves, the places, the tools, and the initiations as different cards. And we pulled Anima Mundi, um, which is part of an initiation um, bucket or category, um, the selves is really like in, in my book. And when you talk about Carl Jung's archetype work is really a breakdown of the selves primarily where we all have these parts to our ego or our personality yeah. and the self-discovery work is understanding and naming these various parts or archetypes that exist within our own, you know, personality. And like, you know, our culturally, like, and I think we've talked about this too, but like culturally we've talked about how, like we have this Sybil mindset. Like if you have multiple personalities, right. That you are somehow of not safe mind, but mm. the truth is we all do right. And different parts of us show up as, and oh, when yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, the, the, um, the sum of all your parts, the sum of all your parts, such a great book to remind us that, yeah, being civil doesn't have to be crazy. I mean, we, we don't want to be killing people uh, in part of ourselves. Well, and I think the disconnection <laughs> with the multiple personality disorder is the unknowing of the, uh, the, the disconnection. Like, so like, you know, doing archetype work is like, okay, this is my mother archetype. This is my creator archetype. This is my pirate archetype, right. Or whatever, right. Arr. You know, whatever shows up, right. <laughs> You know, but, you know, but you are aware of it and observing of the, it instead of the, like the Sybil having like showing up on the park bench and not remembering who or how you got there. Right. Like that. Yes. Yes. It allows us to, to, um, confidently sit in the witness seat without judgment. Exactly. And when you have that awareness, that's why I love doing the archetype wheel. We talked about it prior last week as well, but I love doing the archetype wheel because when you have your loved ones, you're like, oh, I know who's showing up. That's the judge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I understand who that is and why they're showing up right now. And yeah. so you're more able to be empathetic, compassionate, um, because it's not personal then, right. It's, it's part of that other person's story. Um, which is, which is beautiful. And which reminds me, I just had a conversation with, um, Kendall Bonner. And she said something really beautiful in her 
um, English studies, it was um, text without context is pretext. Mm -hmm. And what's beautiful about that is that archetypes are the, the context that we need to yeah. actually tell the right stories or, 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 or shift the storylines of our life or be intentional about crafting mm-hmm. our own stories. Right. So good. That's, That's so, and, and you know, we've, I think the last decade for me has been about seeking the context, right. Mm-hmm. That this, that um, the, the deconstruction of uh, and unlearning of certain things really, you know, the being curious about things like re- my religion was, was very taboo and it's very taboo for many of us, right? It's just like, yeah, sit right? in the pew and listen. Don't open the box. Don't open yeah. the box. Be quiet. Be a good girl. Don't chew gum. Don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. And, and that this, the unlearning really was the, my soul's cry for the context, like mm-hmm. dig in don't stop asking those questions come from curiosity, which I think is so cool about the, um, this anima mundi card that was pulled that you pulled last week. Like it's the last card in the book. It's like the the very, very, it's, it's, it's the last page. Well, and even like looking at the image, right. It's a five pointed star. It has lots of various symbols, the protection symbol. It's got all these like weird little eyes and pearls and it's kind of a creepy little card. Um, the hand. And, yeah. The, the hand. hand. Yeah. It's a, it is kind of a creepy card. I, I, um, I did most, creepy. <laughs> I know it is kind of a creepy little card. Um, I can't help but draw a connection maybe because of the silver or excuse me, the, the gold um, pearls here is to, you know, I, um, my new friend, um, that I have been seeing is a sheriff. And so she always has her five pointed star badge on. And, um, I just, whenever I see the sheriff's badge, it just, again, it kind of, um, I don't know. It's just, it always kind of takes me aback. Like there's a little practical magic. It is practical. (laughs) Yes, it is. Um, (laughs) But it's also, we looked it up, like why the origin of the sheriff's badge was the star, yeah. right? Yeah. And the star is really all about a symbol of authority, a symbol of protection. Yes. Um, and so it's funny that some of these symbols sort of echo that sort of that sheriff's badge. So let's mm-hmm. dig into this. Yes. Uh, yes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> read to me. Read to me. I'm so excited. I know. Okay. Children gather around. Yes. That, that was that was my Miss Doubtfire voice. It was very bad, but anyway. Okay, Anima Mundi, the soul of the world and all that is. Mm-hmm. Anima Mundi, epot- oh gosh, epitomizes the principle, accept all, reject none. Mm-hmm. Simply put, it is the living soul of the world in all its multifaceted, multidimensional layers, bonded mm-hmm. together by l- loving cosmic forces. Diversity is celebrated, multiplicity is honored, and nothing is denied embrace. Constructs of of separation dissipate into the wonderful mess of shared consciousness. Anima Mundi is the link between the literal and the imaginal, the rational and the mythic. It is the connective fiber that makes life meaningful. This card indicates an initiation on the level of the soul. You will awaken the unique light within and witness how this light contributes to the radiance of the entire universe. 
You will sense yourself as a critical note in the cosmic orchestra. Destiny is altered as you hear the enchanted melody of all living things. Mm. And when light tending to the sacred details of life, when dark overwhelmed by the bigness of existence. And this is a beautiful connection to Pope Joan, right? Because, you know, the idea of, you know, you know, the nothing is beyond limit. No. Because, Do you re- did you watch, start watching Uhtred, The Last Kingdom? Uh, I watched it, but is there a new season out? Not yet. <clears throat> but one of the things, Uhtred, oh, Uhtred of Bebemba. I know <laughs> yeah. if Amita is watching, she's like, yes, yes, Uhtred. Yeah, um, he was very hot, actually, even for a lesbian. He, she also. Uh, he says at the end of like every entrance, destiny is all. <laughs> like... <laughs> Please don't do that when I'm drinking. I almost did a spit take. That was, like, that was, that was really, can you just do it again in that same voice? That was, that was perfect. I'll try. Destiny <laughs> is all. Uh, but this, when I read this and I was thinking about like Pope Joan's destiny was to be pontiff. She was to be the Pope, but had somebody told her that when she was a child or anywhere along the way, she would have been like, you're freaking crazy. Yes. Women aren't popes. Yet she was a Pope and, and we know the power of the Catholic church. We, we know the power of the church and we know their power to cover things and to sweep, sweep things under the rug that don't match what they want the Mm. messaging to be. I mean, Mary Magdalene, excellent example of that. Mm. She was Jesus right hand while he walked the planet. And, you know, hundred years, hundreds of years later, she's a prostitute. Because that fits their narrative. And so this is the reminder, right? We're getting the, from the, the yogi tea and the Buddha tea to the Pope Joan to Anima Mundi. Like it's the possibilities. Dest, destiny is all. Um, <laughs> well, and I couldn't help it. Like the entire time I was reading that, imagining the red threads between us, right? And you and I talk about red threads all the time and we wear yes, our yes, 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 yes. Yeah, know, totally. Reminders, you know, that yeah. we're all beautifully interwoven, interconnected and a part of a shared experience, right? Yes. And um, that truly for me, the red thread really embodies what Anima Mundi is really about. Mm. And that is we're all part of one body. You know, yes. it's the world, you know, the breathing world organism, universal world organism or whatever, right? (laughs) Organism. That's a funny word. Um, One thing that when you were saying it, it just, it gave me goosebumps was when you said um, the wonderful mess of shared consciousness, Mm. man, oh man. Like uh, we were talking before we went live, everyone about the fact that on Saturday morning, I had this like burst of energy at like, I don't know, 5.00 AM, 6.00 AM. And I was like, I think I just heard something downstairs. Maybe somebody's at the door. And so of course, Andrew, did you see anything on the ring? And no. And so he went down to check it out and our kitchen was flooded. And also our basement was flooded and (laughs) about how I'm, I'm okay with like the things, these things happen. Everything is always working out for me. (laughs) However, 
Yes. The hot mess that is my home right now is difficult. The, the wonderful mess of shared consciousness can feel overwhelming. It can feel very gooey and uncertain and uncomfortable. However, that is where we are celebrated and honored and, and can truly connect where we can really find those red threads that we're meant for, right? As opposed to pretending where someone, Pope Joan could have gone her whole life and just pretended she was a whatever. She could have become a nun in order to see her lover. Who knows? I mean, she could have followed the path of least resistance, but um, hello, she dressed like a man, her basically her adult life and became a Pope. I think we should reframe the story of the toilet seat throne and actually make that a birthing seat for women to be able to create birth ideas and not look for the Johnson and the (laughs) The sacred schlong. (laughs) (laughs) Say it. That's so funny. Um, Okay. In truth. Oh my gosh. So my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So as you all know, Kim's use of all of the margins is a huge, like huge win for me in the book of design. So here's what she says in the pink here. Anima Mundi is the energy behind the world card in the tarot deck. Both carry themes of universal unity, completeness, and embrace. Mm. Come on now. I feel like that just to me says warm hug archetype. Mm. Warm yeah. hug. I love it's, it. Why do we have to divide each other? Why can't we just see that anima mundi in each of us, right? Yeah. Accept all, reject none. You know, that um, I, a story just popped into my mind. I was talking with a potential candidate. So I'm working on a couple of different executive searches right now. Mm-hmm. And you're, you are helping facilitate some executive searches. Yes. Yes. D11 has, has created an executive recruiting arm. (laughs) And I was talking with one of the candidates today. And the thing is when you're in, in this kind of, when you're in an industry that is, even though it's millions of people, it's still a very small town. Mm -hmm. And one of the things as a recruiter that I learned a long time ago is to never bring my shit to the table. Mm-hmm. I, I might know the two of you know each other, but I have no idea if you like each other. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you're, when you're having these conversations, especially confidential searches, I had this moment where I was like, no, you, everyone is introduced to every opportunity. They're the ones that get to make the decision, mm-hmm. accept all reject none. Mm-hmm. It's not, that's not my role. And when I read this uh, before we went on, before we started the show, I was like, that's it. This is it. That is like the, the anima mundi in business, right? It's stop putting our own preconceived notions on our clients, on our coworkers, on our leaders come from curiosity. Mm -hmm. Don't immediately reject anything. Ask questions, ask questions and accept that that's their opinion, right? Oh, I love that. I think, I mean, again, the the single unifying word in that is curiosity. Yes. Insatiable curiosity. Yes. I love it. And and we are both curious. I'm sorry. Even with the 
the, the insatiable curiosity with the Pope throne. I just can't believe that. You exists. keep going back to the Pope throne. I can't believe it exists. <laughs> really? I well, don't... you know what? I don't know if they now like, have some kind of x-ray machine or something they put them through. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, uh, hello to our, our Catholic goddesses out there. Does that seat still exist? Wait, what? What was the the official name? <laughs> There's like literally an official name. Um, the Sedes Stercoraria, Stercoraria, Sedes, a throne with a conspicuous hole in the middle of the seat. <laughs> Do they have to sit on the seat still? Uh, well, we're, we're going to look it. that up. We'll put a link in the. We'll put a link in the chat. We digress today. <laughs> we can't get over it. Oh my gosh. Well, you, you know, Jackie might know. Um, she, she may know. I have a couple of other girlfriends who are, um, who are practicing Catholics and the divine feminine theologians. So they, they probably know the answer. <laughs> Too funny. Okay. So my goodness, are we really going to meet our 30 minutes today? Let's do it. We're going to keep smokes. it. Wow. Okay. What's we're doing quick meditation at let's wait. Are we doing a quick meditation out? We have to pull cards. Oh, pull cards. You're right. Cause then okay. we can meditate out. Okay. okay. I got to get my, um, strangely small hands to shuffle the cards. No, they're divinely small hands because you can get to places. Other people can't yes. like between the seats. Yes. Call me if you between drop the refrigerator thumb. and the wall <laughs> buttons. <laughs> oh yeah. You can do the little small buttons. Yes. <laughs> All right, you go first. Okay. Oh, look what we got again. It's a theme. Ooh, the womb. Didn't we already have the womb? We did. I think you need to pick another one. Okay. Because we want to go, we, we want to make sure that we get all the way through them. But wow, that's interesting that the womb showed up. Maybe yes. that's because of the throne. Interesting. Well, just so you know, like Deb and I pull cards every day. We always pull the same card. So it's very interesting. Ooh. The vision. Look at more hands. Yes. There's hands. There's owls. I mean, there's a gold coin and, oh, this is very interesting. Very, um, I love owls very, very much. Okay. So the vision is what we're going rolling with. Okay. The vision Mm -hmm. and (gasps) (gasps) yay! (laughs) I pull her at least twice a week. Oh, wonderful. She is the princess of mercy and, um, related so we're going to have a fun conversation next week about the vision and Mao. And see that image of for the white Mm -hmm. tiger there. That's my spirit animal. So I love that. Okay. Well, and it's the year of the tiger. So how appropriate. I know actually my son and I, I think we're going to go, we're going to get tiger tattoos. Ooh, tiger tattoo. I know. Yeah. Very interesting very exciting. All right, sister. Thank you so much. Um, everyone for joining us. Oh my goodness. Let's meditate out. And, um, I can't, I'm, I'm still in a little shock that we made it to 30 minutes. So I'm going to hush so we can meditate. So finding our comfortable seat, grounding those feet into the earth, rooting, lifting, rooting, 
from the spine, uh, the sitting bones and lifting through the crown. Hands on the belly, just feeling the rise and the fall of the breath. Bringing our awareness to the center of the, the between the brows, our mind screen. And begin to imagine in the space between the brows, Uh, imagining your body like you're like you're watching from outside so seeing your body in space and see how you are having your hands on your belly and how the body is rising and falling with the breath And now visualize this, this, your body in space, connecting to all that is around, bearing witness how the breath is connecting to the air, connecting to the trees, connecting to the animals. Seeing how the acorns fall from the oak, decay and fertilize the ground, or root and seed and grow. But just feel your presence in all of this. Connecting to all and rejecting none. Curious observer. Just bear witness to the feeling in the body in this space. Big collective breath in together. Exhaling through the mouth, letting it all go. It's almost like a little mini journey. That was good. Mm. Oh, friend, I love you. I love our chats. I do too. I love you and I love mm. our chats. I'm also very, very grateful for everyone who joined us here live. For those of you who are watching the replay and those of you listening on the podcast, we appreciate you being part of our community. You know, we have mentioned this a couple of times, but before we go, I want to remind all of you, we are filling our calendar with conversations with other authors this year. So if you know women in your circles who are writing in, you know, we kind of know our vibe, right? This curious spirituality meets just tapping into our sovereignty and divineness. And <laughs> you know, the kind of books that are luscious. Right? We do. Um, I haven't even told you yet this malls, but we confirmed Lucy Pierce. Yay. For a woman who wrote burning woman. 
We're going to be interviewing her later next month. Not exactly sure when we'll be premiering that episode, but we are also interviewing the women who wrote these two books, Kitchen Witch and Cycles of Belonging. They're part of our partnership with Womancraft Publishing. However, we are open and, you know, we would also love to interview some delicious women of color who are writing books. So if you have a sister out there that is writing something or written something who you think would um, fit the vibe, please introduce us to her. We would really appreciate that. Mm. Any final words, my friend? Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Mm. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Take care. Have a great week. Bye, y'all. Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a sacred space to learn and laugh together and to reset our mindsets for the week ahead. We do hope that you enjoyed hearing our thoughts and stories about our favorite people, products, and initiatives, positively serving humanity and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Want to connect with us? Head on over to those show notes and click on the links. Let's all confidently step into tomorrow, intentionally leading with divine love, gratitude, and faith. Psst. Hey, if you like the show... We'd love for you to click those stars and leave us a review. And don't keep us a secret. Share us with a friend. We love expanding the circle. Thanks.